Welcome to Ohio Roots, the official podcast of the Ohio Genealogical Society. Join us as we embark on a captivating journey through Ohio's rich genealogy, history, and abundant resources. Hosted by me, OGS Executive Director Noel Poirier, this podcast brings you insightful conversations with a diverse array of guests, from OGS members, chapter leaders, and staff, to renowned genealogists, historians, and influential figures within the genealogical community. Each episode delves into fascinating topics and captivating stories. So grab your headphones, hit that play button, and join us on this enthralling journey of Ohio's roots. My guest on this episode of the Ohio Roots podcast is Todd Kleisman. Todd is the executive director of the Ohio Commission for the U.S. Semi-Quincentennial, better known as America 250 Ohio. He's going to talk to us a little bit about what that initiative is, what they're going to be planning for the future, and how organizations like OGS and perhaps yours can get involved in that effort. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Todd. I know I learned a lot about the effort, and I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next. Uh, Todd, thank you for joining us for the Ohio Roots Podcast. I appreciate you coming in in person to the library today. I think this is our first in-person interview, so I appreciate you coming. Absolutely my pleasure. Great to be with you. Thanks. Um, so give us all the background you can on the America 250 Ohio Project uh, so people are familiar with it. Sure. Yeah, I was uh, a young lad back in 1976 <laughs> when the nation's bicentennial happened, and it really... Uh, even though I, I didn't grow up in a place like Philadelphia or Boston, you know, I was just in Dayton, Ohio, uh, but just growing up uh, around that time with all the uh, activities relating to the bicentennial uh, really did kind of shape my interest in history and uh, even current events, presidents, all kinds of things. And so that really made uh, a memorable impression on me in my youth. And so a couple years ago, when I learned that there is uh, the nation's 250th anniversary coming up in 2026, uh, boy, it really got my attention. And the more I learned about it, the more I thought about utilizing the, uh, uh, this opportunity coming up in 2026 as a way to bring some people together and hopefully um, find some ways that can be unifying, at least in some small way. We're going to do lots of activities uh, leading up to 2026, but that's really a, a, the main lens I would say I'm using mm-hmm. is to think of this as ways to bring some people together all around Ohio. Uh, you know, there is a national commission, and uh, every state is hopefully doing something similar to us. Ohio is really embracing this. Uh, Governor DeWine is very supportive of this, and so are stakeholders all over the state. Um, so this was created in uh, a couple of state budgets ago. And so uh, anyone who wants to find out more details can find us in the Ohio Revised Code, uh, section 149.309. Um, I won't make you go there to learn about <laughs> it. I will be glad to- That's why we have you here. <laughs> yeah, give you some context here. Uh, but it's a really exciting opportunity. We have a really strong commission who's Uh, very engaged in making the most of this opportunity here uh, to lead Ohio's participation in the nation's 250th. It's very important for us to have engagement in all 88 counties of Ohio. And, uh, you know, we we found that there is strong interest in uh, in getting involved and engaged. So we're, 
you know, the good news is we're still fairly early on in that effort. So we're still in public awareness mode. You know, most people are not thinking about 2026 just yet or the significance of that. Um, But when I um, when I started to learn more about the possibilities for this, I got really excited about it. And so, um, yeah, I have the high honor now of serving as the executive director for it. Um, you know, we've got a, a small team of four people. We've got 30 members on our commission, and uh, we're getting lots of people involved. You don't have to serve on the commission to have an impact or, or play an important role. Uh, we want to get lots of communities uh, interested and uh, doing things at the local level. We're hoping to really make this uh, more of a locally driven effort and uh, having the commission support the work that organizations and people. Uh, leaders want to have accomplished uh, at the local level. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, really the big, the big perspective. And, for and us. you mentioned it's a national kind of project, right? Where is Ohio? Is where is Ohio in its planning stage related to say other states that are doing? Sure. It? Yeah. Um, although I don't know that expertly, my own observations are that uh, we're seeing a lot of leadership um, from states like Virginia and Pennsylvania. Uh, who uh, got got an early start, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think another, a number of other states you might anticipate, like New York and Massachusetts, uh, New Jersey, they are well along on their way. I might be leaving out some states. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're all, um, you know, still uh, fairly early on making plans, trying to get people involved, make uh, people aware of it, uh, that this is an opportunity coming up. Sometimes it can really be the lens of why now, right. you know, for something sure. important that you want to do. Thinking about the opportunities between now and 2026. Um, so there is a national commission, and uh, they're going to try to work to support the states. I'm sure that the national commission will do some things that are, of course, national in scope. Right. We will hopefully participate in those things. And, uh, you know, look for some opportunities to, uh, to partner with other states. Right. You know, you could look at this as, you know, the, the Great Lakes states. Okay. You could also look at this as the states that came out of the old Northwest Territory um, and just neighboring states. So we, there's lots of possibilities. Right. And really, the, therein lies the challenge. There's a thousand things we could do. What yeah. are the right, most strategic things to do? And, and I mean, given it's mm-hmm. the... 250th anniversary of the founding of the nation. We're, we're not talking. You're not talking just exclusively about what was going on in Ohio in 1776. That is right. right. I'm glad you mentioned that, Noel. Um, you know, 1776 is in many respects the center of gravity, uh, especially for the uh, original 13 British colonies. You know, interestingly, the next three states that came about were carved out of those original British colonies. Right. It wasn't until Ohio came. Uh, it was created a whole cloth out of the Northwest Territory, uh, becoming a state in 1803, that we had this new template for um, how the nation would grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, would new states be equal uh, to the uh, you know existing states? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, back you know 200 plus years ago, uh, there was a lot that wasn't known, and so. We have this unique perspective from Ohio being the first state that didn't start off as a British colony. Right, right. And so, so that's an interesting way for us to approach all of this. And uh, so we're, we're going to make the most of it. What kind of, I mean, 
in terms of programming um, that you've talked about that you're looking at, what are there specific um, kind of programs that you're hoping that will kind of coalesce around the, the effort? Yeah, there's a number of things we're looking at. You know, I mentioned the Northwest Territory. You know, we think that uh, that is a uh, often forgotten found, founding document mm-hmm. from that era. And so we're hoping to take an educational approach to reminding Ohioans and Americans of the significance of the Northwest Ordinance. Um, we also thinking about um, uh, the founding era, if you will, um, you know, there's a lot we could uh, do regarding the uh, 7,000 plus Revolutionary War veterans who are buried sure, in the sure. state of Ohio. And so we're hoping uh, genealogists and uh, organizations like the Daughters of the American Revolution, mm-hmm. the Sons of the American Revolution, um, are going to help uh, steer what kinds of things we can do to help tell those stories that right. might not be so well known. And also maybe make some physical improvements, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe some markers need to be put up, maybe some headstones need to be replaced, things of that nature. And just also coming at this from an educational standpoint, um, too, and and reminding us of the importance of the the Northwest Ordinance and what that represented uh, at that time. And uh, yeah, but you're your comment a moment ago about this isn't all just about 1776 is important. In fact, we often say, uh, you know, it, with 250, we're hoping to show how Ohio and Ohioans have made contributions to the nation's history right. uh, the past 250 plus years. Mm-hmm. And that plus is very important because uh, there were uh, American Indian tribes here for right. thousands right. of years prior to 1776. They're a big part of this yeah. story. And all of those ways that Ohio has contributed uh, to the nation's history and helped shape the future. Um, so we're really looking at this holistically, um, but it, uh, it is kind of centered in, um, you know, uh, the, uh, the early history of, uh, of both the United States and Ohio. Right. So we, we have a, a broad canvas in which to paint so to speak. Well, I think one thing that's fascinating to me, you know, as, as the OGS executive director is the idea that we have over 80 chapters of OGS scattered all across the state of Ohio that offer their own educational programming, their own um, uh, educational learning opportunities for people about mm-hmm. genealogy, but not surprisingly, a lot of genealogy deals with things like you're talking about. So, yeah. so for me, it, it seems like a really neat and unique opportunity for us as an organization um, to leverage the Ohio 250 experience. Uh, in order for us to get a little more exposure. For sure. Yeah, we often talk about how, you know, we don't have to go out and invent a bunch of new things. You know, we can hopefully connect some dots and build on the successful uh, programs and work that is already Mm -hmm. being done, has has being done all over the state of Ohio, really tap into that energy and help showcase that and, uh, you know, what can the uh, America 250 Ohio Commission do to help support mm-hmm. those efforts? And as I say, you know, uh, sometimes we can be the reason why now or right, why sure. in the time between now and 2026. So there's so much we could potentially do. Um, and we don't have to be, you know, hip deep in, into the details of what local organizations want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping that a lot of things will happen locally that I won't even know about because right. I don't need to know about yeah, it. Yeah. So, but we're hoping to, uh, you know, 
be strategic in how we uh, allocate resources and expertise. Um, and uh, so we're, we're going to see what we can do to bring some resources to make some yeah. really cool things happen locally. Have you, given, have you given thought to how you're going to promote those individual activities that are going on around the state? We have. Um, one uh, big effort that is just uh, in its early stages is we're um, encouraging communities to sign up to be an America 250 Ohio community. Okay. And so on our website, which is America250-Ohio.org, um, communities can sign up and say that we're you know, sort of raising their hand and saying, we're going to participate in America 250 these next few years. And so we're going to, uh, whether it's a, a, a city council or a county commission, pass a resolution and say that we're going to uh, participate by creating like a local committee mm -hmm. to um, uh, lead uh, local events and uh, programming and also designate a, one or two people to uh, communicate with our state commission. Okay. So that's one way through the America 250 Ohio communities. Uh, we're also, we just recently launched a grants program. And so we're, um, we're going to have a number of different funding cycles. Okay. We're hoping to see a wide range of the kinds of uh, uh, efforts that will be done locally. We hope that local organizations will collaborate um, and send in some grant proposals that are very mm -hmm. creative and uh, you know come at this in a, in a wide variety of ways. So we're going to uh, support some things through grants and our commission is going to be is a uh, public-private partnership. Okay. So uh, right now we're mostly funded by um, uh, the Ohio General Assembly and the state state support. Uh, we're going to be uh, ramping up some support uh, from the private sector in the coming months. Right. So we're pretty early on in that, but we're hoping to get some corporate um, involvement and engagement uh, that can lead to uh, some other non-state dollars to help supplement mm -hmm. uh, the work uh, going on around Ohio. So it's, it's really an exciting time. We're still fairly early on, right. and uh, I often tell people you know, we're not waiting around for 2026 to just happen all of a sudden. We're really trying to create a, a runway leading up to 2026. Because mm -hmm. if we wait till 2025 to start making plans, it's right. probably a yeah. little too late. So it's really important for us to get the word out now. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the local chapters. You know, we're uh, such a great way for us to um, to collaborate and to uh, to encourage those organizations to be thinking today uh -huh. about what what would make sense for them to do between now and 2026? And again, like, as you pointed out, what they do doesn't necessarily have to be tied to the American Revolution or 1776. Yeah. And when we think about Ohioans, um, and you talk about the, the role of Ohio and the importance of Ohio in, in the creation of America, you know, more there are millions of Ohioans left Ohio to go live in California and Texas and elsewhere over mm -hmm. the course of their lives. Mm -hmm. So that Ohio... Uh, history and that Ohio kind of story is is just outside more than just Ohio. So, mm -hmm. so I think sure. yeah, I think our chapters are going to really embrace the idea of, of doing programming that that highlights the, their individual communities' importance in that story. I think absolutely, yeah. The Ohio Roots Podcast is brought to you by the Ohio Genealogical Society, the premier gateway for discovering your Ohio family history. To learn more about joining, visit www.ogs.org.
If you enjoy listening to the Ohio Roots podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could go to whatever platform it is that you listen and give us a good review. Reviews help us get more listeners and reach more people with Ohio Roots and what we're trying to do with the Ohio Genealogical Society. So please, leave us a nice review, and thanks for listening. You did talk, we, we've talked before about uh, Route 250. Yes. Uh, and and, you, and, you, and your, your idea about Route 250, I think, I, I, and I, I want to bring it up and I want to give you a chance to talk about it because I think we have chapters really from, from where 250 starts to where it ends. Yes. And uh, I think it'd be important for them to hear about what, what yes. you're thinking. That has really struck a chord with me. Um, so glad you mentioned that, Noel, because I am really excited about the possibilities of theming mm-hmm. the work of America 250 with U.S. Route 250. And I will admit that I didn't really pay much attention to U.S. Route 250 (laughs) before having this role, but I'll tell you, once I uh, looked at that more comprehensively and saw all the ways that uh, it connects to what we're trying to accomplish these next several years, um, boy, it was, uh, I'm I'm just so leaning into that. So, um, So U.S. Route 250, which I believe the construction on that started in 1926, so we'll be hitting the centennial Mm -hmm. of that right in 2026. Uh, It connects uh, Lake Erie and Sandusky at the northern terminus, and it goes through nine Ohio counties, um, goes kind of southeasterly to Lake Erie, and crosses um, crosses the Ohio River at uh, Bridgeport goes into sure. Wheeling, West Virginia. So it does, and it actually, its end southern uh, point is in Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes through three yeah. states. But here in Ohio, uh, the communities along U.S. Route 250 have such interesting histories. It is scenic in a number of places. Um, you know, there's uh, a couple college towns along the way. Um, it also includes the birthplace of Thomas Edison and innovation mm-hmm. right on, right there on U.S. Route 250. Uh, New Philadelphia was platted to look like Philadelphia. Right. Uh, Worcester was named for an American Revolutionary War general. Uh, boy, the list goes on. There's so many interesting touch points there. Um, and this spring, thinking about all of this, I went knocking on some doors in the spring along U.S. Route 250, uh, borrowing on the legacy of the Ohio Bicentennial Commission. Um, The Ohio uh, Bicentennial happened in 2003, but a lot of Ohioans will recall that they uh, uh, had a barn painted in each Ohio county. And so we're sort of borrowing on that idea. We're, we're not going to have the wherewithal to have a barn painted in every right. Ohio county. <laughs> but uh, we think uh, something along those lines where maybe we have a barn painted in every region of the state, mm-hmm. perhaps. But I really wanted the first one to be along U.S. Route 250. So I knocked on a few doors this spring and ultimately ended up partnering with a guy named Joe Rice, who is in Wayne County, okay. close to the Ashtabula, or I'm sorry, close to the Ashland County border there, mm-hmm. uh, right on US Route 250, of course. Uh, Joe and his family could not have been better partners. Sure. They uh, really loved um, uh, collaborating with us on this. So we ultimately, in June of this year, uh, hired Scott Hagen, who's the, the barn artist who has done, he did all the uh, bicentennial barns, you know, 20 some years ago. He's made a whole career out of painting barns and similar things. 
Um, so it just kind of uh, ended up being this great project. And now uh, that that is a finished product uh, right there on US Route 250, it serves as a nice anchor for other things yeah. to build upon uh, these next few years. So really exciting. It really looks great. I hope you get a chance to see it along US Route 250 there on the would be the western uh, edge of um, of Wayne County, in between Ashland and Worcester. Okay. What resonates with me about the 250 on 250 kind of idea is the fact that the road in Ohio at least starts in the Ohio River Valley, where, where the history of Ohio begins, and really in many ways Virginia, since Ohio is considered portions of Ohio, are considered part of Virginia mm-hmm. and Holly, and then carries people westward almost in the way that 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 Ohio developed over time. Great point. Um, and I've and, I, and, and also what I love about 250, having driven it myself as well, is when you go from Wheeling, uh, you're in Appalachia. You know, you, the landscape looks so different yes. than when you get into Worcester. Yes. And then when you get into Sandusky, it looks even more different. Right. And it's just, it's a fascinating, like, uh, kind of uh, microcosm of the Ohio experience as you walk or when you ride that, that road. So I, I, I've always found that to be a, a really in, engaging and interesting idea. Yeah, that's a great point. And it, it all also obviously tells a transportation right, story, right. Yeah. you know, and I think you, uh, if you want to learn about Ohio, you know, traveling U.S. Route 250 is a good way to sort of see, as you pointed out, Noel, the differences, the ways that uh, Ohio has such a variety of things to offer, uh, so there, there's just so much to like about that. I'm yeah. really excited about it. And, it. and it's nice that there are communities along that route who I think will embrace the, the, the uh, 250 story yes. as well because we found I think it benefits yeah. all of us to do right. that. Right, yeah. yeah. And the history of things like, I, I didn't mention Norwalk, mm-hmm. but the Firelands story, sure. uh, for those of you who are aware of that, uh, that's another component, uh, ties into the American Revolution era. So, uh, yeah, there's... We could do a podcast just on <laughs> U.S. Route Two. Right, right. I, yeah. just, I just love that uh, that uh, that idea, and I think we're going to really make some great things happen these next several mm-hmm. years. So, so I assume you're on the road a lot lately. Yes, I'm okay. on the road quite a bit, and uh, love it. Uh, so, I've um, you know, previous to uh, having this role, Noel, I was the um, director of community and government relations for the Ohio History Connection for a number of years, and so. I have uh, been accustomed to traveling the state mm-hmm. and building relationships around Ohio, uh, you know, with, with work relating to Ohio history in some way. Um, so I feel like I'm in now the, the dream role <laughs> and hoping to really make the most to connect some dots and really get people to, um, to really lean into this opportunity. Right. Governor DeWine has been very supportive of this effort here, and uh, we're, we're just... Uh, really um, getting great engagement and interest all over the state. Okay. You, you mentioned the grant program that, that, that you're kind of moving forward with, which, which as we record this, you just announced it, I think, yesterday. I think that's when yes. I got my email. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what, other, what other option, what other projects or, or, or efforts are in the immediate future? Yeah, so um, well, I mentioned a little bit about the uh, America 250 Ohio communities. Mm-hmm. You've, uh, we just talked about the grants. Um, we did recently just uh, create a new website, so okay, check us out great. again at america250-ohio.org. Um, and some other things coming down the pike here. We're looking at uh, launching some things. Um, one recent effort is a social media okay. campaign that we're calling uh, 
250 of Ohio favorites. Okay. So we're asking people to comment uh, things like such as, you know, what's your favorite, Ohio, you know, small town in Ohio? Mm -hmm. We want to come at this in a number of ways. Uh, a, a person from Ohio uh, history, perhaps, but who's your, um, you know, uh, what's a favorite uh, restaurant or food? You know, we're going to come at this a number of different ways. And, uh, you know, with 250 favorites, you know, we're not going to create a big laundry list and then plop that on social media right, through, right. through drips and drabs. Yeah. We're going to put out a number of ways to get people to be thinking, reminding people about uh, 250, um, you know, on this. Uh, like hashtag runway. Ohio 250 or hashtag so, 250 yeah, Ohio. So, yeah, hashtag uh, America 250 Ohio. Okay. Um, so those are some things we're doing this, uh, this calendar year of 2023. Mm -hmm. As we look to next year, uh, a few things that we have in mind here. Um, in 2016, some of you may recall that the National Park Service had a uh, fourth grade um, free admission pass. Uh, you know, fourth grade is typically a time when people are, are you know, students are learning about history. Mm -hmm. And so we're uh, looking to borrow on that idea and uh, find a way to get um, fourth graders into places like historic sites and museums sure. around the state. That's something that's in development. We're also looking at introducing some statewide trails. Okay. Um, you know, again, this is a thing where we don't have to invent it. The, right. the, the historic sites and historical markers, the assets around Ohio, they already exist. Um, so, you know, we were thinking about... Um, identifying those places that relate to things like, say, innovation, you know, a statewide innovation trail, uh, statewide, um, you know, places that touch upon things like presidential history mm -hmm. or even the uh, American Indian chiefs that were, um, that have Ohio historic ties, mm -hmm. you know, we're looking at ways, you know, U.S. Uh, military generals, you know, there's a number of different ways to come mm -hmm. at this. So we've got a team of uh, people and travel experts who are looking at uh, developing that with us. I think we mentioned earlier about Revolutionary War veterans' graves. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's um, uh, a thing we're hoping to uh, uh, launch uh, next year. There's already some really good work already being done on mm -hmm. that to uh, recognize those 7,000 plus Revolutionary War veterans who were buried here. We're also looking at things like uh, tree plantings. Mm -hmm. You know, sort of borrowing on the idea of Liberty trees. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not yet sure what we're going to call this, but we're working with uh, people who know a lot more about this than do I. I was recently at Dawes Arboretum, okay. and we have some thought partners there. Uh, also looking uh, to the Ohio Department of Natural Resources to, uh, to partner with us and uh, have uh, tree plantings in all 88 counties. Probably not in a one-size-fits-all way, but sure. uh, there's uh, a lot of energy behind that, and so we're hoping to see that happen. And then, you know, uh, the Ohio Channel is talking with us about something we're calling Ohio Story Hub, where okay. we can have um, a lot of the uh, digital stories that relate to um, Ohio history and American history. Um, and one thing that I'll tell you is really exciting is uh, there are already some um, local film festivals in the state, mm -hmm. and uh, we're looking at putting together one that is statewide in nature, um, so leading up to 2026, you know, any film, documentary, um, anything along those lines that has an Ohio tie, okay. whether Ohio was the setting of a film right. or if it's an old documentary about Ohio, there could be a wide range of things. Um, 
we think that a statewide film festival, you know, is uh, perhaps even overdue. So we're talking mm -hmm. to some people who know this um, genre pretty well. And so we're going to try to put that together in these next couple of years and, uh, you know, get some places like historic theaters. Right, involved. right. I was and just so, thinking in my hometown uh, of the Quaker Theater in New Philadelphia, right. which is a wonderful historic yeah, theater. Yeah, sure is. So there's a lot of potential with that. So those are just some of the things. Uh, and again, I, th I think there's going to be local efforts that happen mm -hmm. that, um, you know, we might just have a light touch on perhaps, or there will be local efforts that we don't even know about sure. because we don't need to know right, about it. Right. So, That's great. Well, it sounds like an exciting uh, couple of years ahead of ahead for you uh, and, sure. and for your staff. Mm -hmm. um, yes. I'm excited uh, as, as an organization to be uh, able to take part in it. I think, uh, OGS has a lot of resources to, to bring to bear to, to support the effort. And, and I know I look forward to uh, seeing what happens in 2026. Yeah, there's so many possibilities. So we're, we're really looking forward to all the collaboration. And, you know, as I said earlier on, you know, really looking at this, there's going to be lots of activities. Um, but really, for me, at the end of 2026, did we do a good job bringing some people together, mm -hmm. maybe some people right. that are even... Uh, you know, um, you know, not accustomed to working together. Sure. We're really hoping that this communication to bring some people together. Mm -hmm. um, so we're really excited about it. Uh, thank you, uh, Ohio Genealogical Society, for your interest in this, and we look forward to partnering yeah. with you and well, your local excited. chapters. There's so many possibilities. Um, so let's uh, let's make sure we we focus on the right ones and we get. Uh, get some great opportunities queued up for 2026. Sounds great. Why don't you give the website one more time for folks and we'll yeah. put a link to it when we okay. post the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, we're at uh, America250-Ohio.org. So come check us out. Let us know if you have questions, uh, ideas. Um, let's find a way to work together. Sounds great, Todd. Thanks, so Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Well, it sounds like the 250th anniversary of the United States of America as being celebrated in Ohio is going to be an exciting time period. So I, I really appreciate Todd coming on and joining us and, and explaining to us what they're trying to do, how others can get involved. And I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what happens here in Ohio as we move forward to 2026. Thank you for listening to the Ohio Roots podcast. And until next time, have a great day. The Ohio Roots Podcast is brought to you by the Ohio Genealogical Society, the premier gateway for discovering your Ohio family history. Hosted by OGS Executive Director Noel Poyer and edited by Luke Poyer. Theme song is Beautiful Ohio, recorded by Bob Stanley and his orchestra in 1944. To learn more about joining the Ohio Genealogical Society, visit www.ogs.org.